It is day four of Daf Yud Zayim. We are holding the Gemara on Daf Yud Zayim on base on the very first line at the top of the page. The Gemara continues discussing Rabbi Shaya's ruling. Rabbi Shaya taught us that on Shavuos you have to offer, like on the other festivals, a Korban Chagiga, an Olasri offering. But if for whatever reason you were not able to offer those offerings on the festival itself, you have another six days. You have a full seven days to make these offerings. Now, that is a chiddush, that is a novel ruling with respect to Shavuos, more so than Sukkot and Pesach, because Shavuos is only a one-day festival in the land of Israel. So that means the day you'll be offering the Chagiga and Olasri offering is actually not Yom Tov. If you miss the first day of Yom Tov of Shavuos, Yom Tov is finished. And if you're offering on a subsequent day, in the next six days, you're actually no longer offering the offering on Yom Tov. Nonetheless, Rabbi Shaya says, you can offer on Shavuos for a full six days after the festival. Today the Gemara is going to question this a couple of times. First of all, the Gemara questions it from our very own Mishnah. Tanam, we learned in our Mishnah. If Shavuos falls on a Friday, you can't offer the Chagiga and Olasriya offering on Yom Tov, and you can't offer them on Shabbos either, which is the day after Yom Tov. You have to offer them on Sunday. You designate a day of Yom Tovach, a day of slaughter, on the Sunday and even though that's not Yom Tov, Beishamai say that's when you should offer the Chagiga and Arasri offerings. Well, Beis Hillel Omrim, while Beis Hillel say, and this is the important part that is going to drive the Gemara's question, Ein lo Yom Tovach. Beis Hillel say, it has no day of slaughter. Now, when we learned the Mishnah, we explained Beis Hillel to mean it has no day of slaughter. That means Beis Hillel hold, you don't have to designate another day because you are okay, you're fine to offer the Olasri and Chagiga on Yom Tov itself, on the Friday. But the Gemara initially here understands Ein lo yom there is no day of slaughter, the statement of Beis Hillel. Perhaps that means, my love, Ein lo yom klal. Don't Beis Hillel mean that there is no day of slaughter at all? In other words, when Yom Tov falls on a Friday and you don't offer your Karad Mechagiga and Olasri offering on that day, you don't have any opportunity to offer the Karabonus again. There is no day of slaughter. There is no ability to compensate for having missed the offerings on Yom Tov itself. And if this understanding is correct, then Beis Hillel are telling us that you could only have one day to offer the offerings of Shavuos. You don't have any compensation on the subsequent days after Yom Tov. So the Gemara deflects this in the way that we would expect it to, you, to based on our understanding of the Mishnah. Lo, the Gemara says, no. Beis Hillel don't mean that you cannot compensate. Beis Hillel mean you don't need to compensate because you can actually bring the offerings on Yom Tov itself. Unlike Beis Shammai who prohibits one from bringing the Chagin and Alastri offerings on Yom Tov itself, Beis Hillel say you can actually bring them on Yom Tov itself. And therefore, they're not discussing here whether you have a period of compensation at all. They're just arguing with Beishamai whether you can offer these offerings on Yom Tov itself. So the Gemara counters on my Kamashmalon. But why would Beishamai and Beishelel need to argue about this in our Mishnah? The Makravinam Beyome? Is Beishelel coming to teach us that you can bring the Olasriya offering on its appointed day on Shavuos itself, as you've suggested? But Why would they need to tell us that here in the Mishnah? They already argued about that. In the very same Mishnah, two sentences earlier, in the very same Mishnah, this Nam we learned earlier in the Mishnah, Beishamai Omer and Beishamai say, that you can do Shlomim offerings on Yom Tov, but you cannot perform Smicha, leaning down on them, but you cannot do so with Ola offerings, or Beishil Omer and Beishil say, you can bring both Shlomim and Ola offerings on Yom Tov, and not only can you bring them on Yom Tov, you can also lean on them, you can perform Smicha on them. 
So Beis Hillel have already taught us earlier in the Mishnah that the Ola Sri offering can be offered on Shavuos itself. Why do they need to repeat this in the latter part of the same Mishnah? So the Gemara says, Tricha. We need both arguments between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel in this Mishnah, or we might misunderstand their positions. Why do we need both? If we only had their dispute in the first case, where Yom Tov falls on some other day, not on Friday, on another day of the week, then maybe that's where Beis Shammai say that you can't bring the offerings on Yom Tov itself because the day after Yom Tov is going to be a weekday and therefore if you, since you can't bring it on Yom Tov, you can bring it the next day and it's not a big deal because it's the day immediately after Yom Tov and you'll be doing it straight away after Yom Tov. But in the second case where Shavuos falls on Friday and the day after Friday of course is not a weekday, it's Shabbos and you won't be able to do the offerings on Shabbos either. So there, maybe in a case where Shavuos falls on Friday, like in the second case of the Mishnah, maybe Beis Shammai would concede to the view of Beis Hillel, they would agree with Beis Hillel that these offerings can be offered on Yom Tov itself, the Olasri offering could be offered on Yom Tov itself because the next day is Shabbos. And certainly it can't be brought on Shabbos. And once you've missed two days, maybe you won't, uh, you won't, you'll forget after that. And you'll be negligent and you won't offer the offerings anymore. And therefore, we need, both, we need both the first case and also the second case to teach us that Beis Shammai hold not only when Yom Tov is midweek, can you not offer the offering on Yom Tov and you have to do it the next day. But even when Yom Tov falls on a Friday, when you cannot offer the offerings on the next day because it's Shabbos and you're going to have to push it off two days and you might come to be negligent and you might think that we would therefore, Beishamai might therefore concede that you can do the offerings on Yom Tov itself so that a person not be negligent and miss the offerings altogether. Nonetheless, even there, even in a case when Yom Tov falls on Friday, Beishamai hold firm to their position that you cannot do the offering on Friday. Conversely, if we only had the second case of the Mishnah, where Shavuos falls on Friday, you might think the Beis Hillel hold only in that case, where Shavuos falls on a Friday. There, Beis Hillel hold that you, have to, you can do the offering on Yom Tov itself. Because if you don't do it on Yom Tov, you're not going to be able to do it the next day because it's Shabbos and then you're going to have to wait two days and then you might become to be negligent and not do the offerings at all. But in the first case of the Mishnah, where Yom Tov falls midweek, where if you miss offering the offerings on Yom Tov, you'll be able to do it immediately the following day, 24 hours later. So in that case, maybe in that case, Beis Hillel agree with Beis Shammai that you can't do the offerings on Yom Tov itself. Just do it the next day, 24 hours later, no big deal. So if you only had the second case of the Mishnah, you might think only in that case to base Hillel hold that we allow you to do the offerings on Friday since you won't be able to do them the next day. But in a case where Yom Tov falls midweek, there they agree with Beis Shammai potentially that you can do the offerings, that you cannot do the offerings on Yom Tov itself because you can do them immediately the following day. And therefore we need the second case to teach us that even in a case, we need the first case, sorry, to teach us that even in a case where Yom Tov is midweek, even so, Beis Hillel hold firm to their position that you can offer the offerings on Yom Tov itself. So the, we need both cases to teach us the stringency of Beis Shammai, that that holds true both whether Yom Tov is midweek or whether it's on a Friday. Beis Shammai maintain their position that you cannot offer the offerings on Yom Tov, even if it means waiting two, three days to do the offerings. 
And Beis Hillel hold firm to their position that even when Yom Tov is midweek, nonetheless they hold firm to their position and say, even though you could do the offerings the next day if you missed them on Yom Tov, nonetheless we allow you to do the offerings on Yom Tov itself. The Gemara continues with another suggested rebuttal of Rav Shai's position. Remember, Rav Shai said you can do the offerings for a full week after Shavuos. So the Gemara tries to rebut this again. Tashma, come and approve from a Pesach. Anyone who didn't offer a Chagiga during the seven days of Pesach or Shemona Chag or the eight days of Sukkot, the Yom Tov or on the Yom Tov of Shavuos, he can no longer offer the Chagiga offering. So, my love, don't you think what the Brysa means is Yom Tov Shalat Seres, the actual festival day of Shavuos. In other words, if you missed offering the Korban on the actual festival day of Shavuos, you've got no Tashlumen, you're finished, you cannot compensate. And this would negate Rav Shai's position that you have six days after the day of Shavuos to offer your offerings. So the Gemara counters, no, lo Yom Tov Voach. No, actually the text of the Brysa, what it means is, or what it should say is, not Yom Tov Shalat Seres, but Yom Tov Voach Shalat Seres, the dedicated slaughter day of Shavuos. That if the dedicated slaughter day was a Sunday, as we explained in the Mishnah, according to Beishamai, Friday was Yom Tov, and Beishamai said you have to do the offerings on Sunday. So in other words, the Brysa is not making a statement about how long you have after Shavuos to do the offerings. All it's saying is, if you miss the dedicated slaughter day, then after that you no longer have an opportunity to compensate. So the Gemara says, But Yom Tavach is a singular. So at least let us learn from here that the potential replacement day for making the offerings of Shavuos is only one day and not a full six days like Rabbi Shaya said. So the Gemara answers, no, maybe what the Brysa means to say or should have said is the days dedicated to slaughter. In other words, if you can't offer the offerings on Yom Tov, you have six dedicated days. So it shouldn't say Yom Tov in the, in the Brysa, it shouldn't say Yom Tovach, it should say Tovach, the six, the six, in brackets, days of slaughter that are allocated. So the Brysa is not making a point about how long you have. The Brysa agrees that you have six days after Shavuos. But it's saying if you miss that dedicated time, then after that, you can no longer compensate beyond that and offer the Korban. We're going to hold it for today. I wish you a very good day.